Welcome to the Audacity to Podcast, episode 50, how to improve your voice from a cheap microphone with Audacity. Thank you for joining me for another episode of the Audacity to Podcast. I'm your host, Daniel J. Lewis, also known as The Ramen Noodle on Twitter. And this be talk like a pirate day. So get your pirate on as we talk like a pirate. No, I'm not really going to do that (laughs) during this whole episode. But uh, if you are hearing this podcast on September 19th, which is podcast like a pirate day, then... I would suggest you come back for the Clean Comedy Podcast at cleancomedypodcast.com or at noodle.mx slash live this evening when we record it. And we record that podcast every evening live, 7 p.m. Eastern Time. But this is the show about podcasting, and we record this live every Monday afternoon at 2 p.m. Eastern Time over at noodle.mx slash live. If you can't join us for the live show, that's okay, but it can be really fun to join us for the live show because there's some great chat going on in the chat room and get to hang out with some awesome people. And like right now, we've got Dave Thackeray in the room and uh, uh, the um, the other Dave, Dave Jackson in the room and two podcasting giants. We've got several other listeners and podcasters and uh, Steve um, uh from Money Plan SOS, one of my clients actually. And we've got more people coming in. So check it out every Monday, 2 p.m. Eastern Time at noodle.mx slash live to join us for this podcast or keep listening on the download. This is the podcast where we talk about podcasting, where I give you the guts and teach you the tools to podcast with passion, organization, and dialogue. And it's been a while since I've talked about my favorite program. Audacity. Well, my favorite program for podcasting, that is Audacity. And this episode being one of the every five episodes, now we're back on this pattern, is this is an episode focused on Audacity. And there's there's a problem that many podcasters face is, well, one, they don't have money. Two, because they don't have money, they can't afford really good audio equipment, like a really good microphone or a soundproof room or all of this stuff, a really fancy mixer, all of these things. So what they might end up having to do is use the microphone built into their computer. Now, there's a fine line here between things of getting your podcast out there, even though it can't be the best sounding at the beginning. I I don't want you to feel like just because you don't have a fancy microphone or a mixer or any of that, that you only have your computer's built-in microphone. Please don't feel like you're not allowed to podcast. But there are many ways that you can improve the quality of your sound, even if you're using the cheap microphone that's built into your computer. And most computers do not record very good sound. Most computers create sound, and when you record with a built-in microphone, they capture that sound that they are creating. Sounds like a government situation, almost. But you might also have a computer where you can get one of those little stick microphones that you can get for like 5 or $10, those little things that just plug into a regular audio line, and it's just a little stick, basically, with a microphone on the end, and those can be pretty cheap but it doesn't give you very good sound. However, there are some basic ways that you can improve your sound using Audacity, even if you're using a cheap microphone. Now, if you have a really expensive microphone or a nice studio setup or whatever, then there are ways that you can still improve your sound. And these same principles apply even if you have a high-end microphone, really expensive microphone, like just a wad of $100 bills wrapped up in front of your face, you can improve your quality even with that. I'll share with you three different tools in Audacity and a combination of these tools. Number one, equalization. Number two, compression. Number three, normalization. With these three basic tools, you can turn a cheap-sounding microphone into something much better. Now, 
I won't promise you that you can turn a cheap-sounding microphone into a $300 microphone. It's just not going to work that well. It's like trying to make a million dollars if you only have $20 to start with. It's going to be really hard. You'd just be better starting with something a little bit more. That illustration breaks down at some point. I'll leave you to figure out where that breaks down. But consider that you have just the microphone built into your computer and you want to start podcasting. Well, the first thing, even before you record, even before you stick it in Audacity and start trying to improve the sound of your cheap microphone, whatever it is, there is one very, very important technique for improving your sound outside of recording. This requires no software, no hardware. I would almost say satisfaction guaranteed on this technique is get closer to your microphone. A common problem, um, I'm cautious to call it a problem, but a common thing that happens with podcasters when they're just starting out is they don't like to be up close to the microphone. Maybe it's an American thing because we Americans like our personal space and personal space is not as much an issue for others. We like our personal space as Americans, but you need to be up close to your microphone. Now that doesn't mean kissing the microphone and practically eating the microphone like you see some musicians do on stage, but you do need to be much closer. What happens when you use an internal microphone is whether it's on your laptop computer or it might be one of those cheap little stick microphones is that you might find yourself standing far away from that microphone, maybe a foot or more from the microphone. Right now with my desk set up the way it is and where the microphone is on my MacBook Pro, it's to the left of the tab key built into the speaker, actually, it's right behind the speaker on my MacBook Pro is where the microphone is there. On some computers, the microphone is above the keyboard. It's below the keyboard. Maybe it's up near the webcam on the computer. Wherever it is, it's not near your mouth. And I know this is going to be uncomfortable, but if you want better sounding audio, you need to get closer to your microphone. So if that means leaning down over your microphone to get closer to it, that can drastically improve your sound. When you do that, though, that does mean your voice will record much louder. So you'll need to turn down your microphone's gain settings or its input volume. That way you're not blasting it out with your voice, which is much closer than it was designed for. See, computer microphones are designed to pick up voice from a couple feet away because they know you're not going to lean over your computer right now and check out like how close you can get to the computer. No, they know you're not going to do that. You're going to sit comfortably away from your computer and want to record yourself comfortably. (laughs) I can't say that right now. But if you want better audio, get closer to the microphone. Let me show you a difference between the two. If you are far from the microphone or close to the microphone. Now, the way that I've done this is I have improved the audio from these two recordings that I'm going to play for you because I want you to be able to hear it well enough. So uh, the the actual recording was much quieter. So I've gone ahead and done these things that I'll show you in just a couple minutes. But I want you to hear the difference of being far away from the microphone versus close to the microphone. And this, what you're going to hear, is recorded with the internal microphone on my MacBook Pro. So you're not hearing something from my expensive studio microphone. You're hearing the microphone on my MacBook Pro. So here it is first recorded far away, just sitting back comfortably from my microphone. You need to laugh. So you should check out the Clean Comedy Podcast, The Ramen Noodle, at cleancomedypodcast.com. Yes, it's that obvious cleancomedypodcast.com. Now, you immediately noticed a couple things. Well, the noise in the background, that's just noise coming from the computer. That is not anything like a, a fan in the background. Well, it's the computer's fan in the background. That's just noise from the computer, nothing in the room. And the microphone is picking that up. 
you might have also heard some headphone noise in there that kind of sounds like a little um, radiation detector thing or metal detector or a rad detector, I guess they call them, where it's it's doing that little clicking thing. And this podcast has lots of rads in it. It's a really rad podcast. So it's got radiation. Watch out. And another thing that many people don't catch right away, but if you hear it, you would notice the difference, is just the room ambient sound or uh, the way the sound echoes in the room. We call that reverb for short. And it's because I'm farther away from the microphone, it's picking up how my voice bounces off stuff a lot more than if I was closer to it. So listen to this one more time. So you're going to hear noise, the fan in the background. You'll hear the hard drive of the computer because remember, the microphone is directly attached to the computer. And you'll hear some reverb sound as it sounds like I'm in a room. That's what it sounds like. I'm in a room, which of course I am, but it's going to sound like I'm in a room instead of where I'm right up in front of you. So listen to this again and listen carefully for those things. You need to laugh. So you should check out the Clean Comedy Podcast, The Ramen Noodle, at cleancomedypodcast.com. Yes, it's that obvious. cleancomedypodcast.com. So that's the sound coming from my internal microphone, and I'm about uh, two feet away from it, comfortably sitting up, trying to sit up straight with good posture and all that but I'm about two feet away from it. So it's capturing a lot more room noise. Now listen to the same audio, or I'm saying the same thing, but I recorded this separately. This time I got closer to the microphone and I've run this through the exact same processes as that sample that you just heard. The only difference here is that when I recorded this, I got uncomfortably close to the microphone. By the way, that first second of silence you heard there, that was part of the recording. You need to laugh, so you should check out the Clean Comedy Podcast, The Ramen Noodle, at cleancomedypodcast.com. Yes, it's that obvious. Cleancomedypodcast.com. So compare that sound to this sound. You need to laugh. So you should check out the Clean Comedy Podcast, The Ramen Noodle, at cleancomedypodcast.com. Yes, it's that obvious. Cleancomedypodcast.com. By the way, are you getting a, uh, a subliminal advertisement here in these little promos? Uh, maybe you are. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, check it out. Cleancomedypodcast.com. So the difference you're hearing, well, let me go back and play the, the closer version one more time for you. You need to laugh, so you should check out the Clean Comedy Podcast, The Ramen Noodle, at cleancomedypodcast.com. Yes, it's that obvious. Cleancomedypodcast.com. So when I am closer to the microphone, this is basic mic technique. We've talked about this before, especially in episode 12 of the Audacity to Podcast. So the Audacity to Podcast.com slash 12, where I talked about how to remove noise for, with Audacity. It's really important that you remove noise by getting up close to your microphone and it improves your quality. How this improves your quality is because your voice is no longer mixing so much with a lot of noise in the background. It's just like eating pie, and the less mud there is in the pie, the better the pie will taste. You might not taste it if there's only a teaspoon of mud in your pie, but if there are two cups of mud in your pie, you're going to taste it. And Recording with an internal microphone, unfortunately, means you're getting mud in your pie no matter how you look at this because it's just cheap microphone, but that's okay because we're going to work with this and make this better. So once you are close to your microphone 
and you're recording so your voice is more prominent than the other noise. You're still getting other noise in your recording. Yes, you could hear that probably when I played the sample. There was some other noise still, like fan noise and the hard drive noise. That's unavoidable with an internal microphone. But it was much less because now my voice was much stronger by being closer to the microphone. So get close to the microphone. Once you have your recording so that you are close to the microphone, you bring that into Audacity. This is where the three tips take effect. Equalization, compression, and normalization. I've talked about compression before, but we will start at this from the beginning, is equalization. And I do give this in a certain order for a specific reason, because sometimes when you apply these certain filters or certain things, it works by either amplifying or deamplifying, that is increasing the volume or decreasing the volume of certain parts of your sound. So if you do this in the wrong order, you might accidentally increase certain parts of your sound louder than they should be. And when it breaks outside of the range, it gets clipped off. And we call that, obviously, clipping. And so when your sound gets clipped off, you're losing part of the sound and it won't sound as clear. It'll sound scratchy. It'll sound staticky because you have broken out of that range and it's been clipped off. And there's no way to fix that after the fact. If you clip, you can't fix it. Now, an occasional rare clip is okay, but if you're regularly clipping and you can hear it a lot, then you need to change what you're doing. So when you record, get or when you process your audio, get the stuff in the right order so that it doesn't mess up your audio while you're trying to fix it. So I would recommend that you first start by equalizing your sound. I'll play for you first the sample of what I recorded close to my microphone so you can hear it as it was recorded straight into my computer. My input volume was about 50% and I was about three inches away from my internal microphone on my MacBook Pro. And this is what I got. So it is going to be a little bit quieter because I'm playing this back as I recorded it. So don't turn up your volume too quickly. You've got 14 seconds of audio here. So be prepared to turn your volume back down if you want. But here is how exactly how it was recorded from my internal microphone. You need to laugh, so you should check out the Clean Comedy Podcast, The Ramen Noodle, at cleancomedypodcast.com. Yes, it's that obvious. Cleancomedypodcast.com. So we'll call that the raw recording. Now, just for comparison, with my input settings exactly the same, I want you to hear this again one last time. This is what saying that same thing sounded like when I was sitting away from my computer. Input volume, the same, everything the same, no processing whatsoever. Here's the other raw sound, and this is when I was distant from the microphone. You need to laugh, so you should check out the Clean Comedy Podcast, The Ramen Noodle, at cleancomedypodcast.com. Yes, it's that obvious. Cleancomedypodcast.com. Depending on where you are and how you're listening, you might not have even heard that. It was so quiet, and you could still hear noise quite prominently, but I was able to fix that just by being closer. So we'll take that raw recording. Here it is one more time. You need to laugh, so you should check out the Clean Comedy Podcast, The Ramen Noodle, at cleancomedypodcast.com. Yes, it's that obvious. Cleancomedypodcast.com. And now we'll apply some things to it. If we were to apply normalization first, and normalization is where it looks at all of your audio, finds the loudest spot, and then amplifies your audio to a point so that that loudest spot is no louder than a certain level that you set. I recommend whenever you do normalization, I recommend you set it to minus one decibel. Or the way that Audacity works is actually it's already minus, so you just tell it one decibel. But don't do that first because it really doesn't affect your audio very much. At the very end of my audio, I have this spot where I'm louder. 
podcast.com. It's when I say dot, it's louder. Dot com. So that is the loudest point in my audio. If I normalize, it sees that loudest point and it really doesn't adjust the volume very much. Dot com. You see, just barely a little bit adjusted. So don't do normalization first. That's why, because it barely adjusts anything for you. Now we could run compression on it first, but if we run the compression first and then run our equalization, we'll end up with, again, problems of noise and problems of it clipping because we're then expanding what's already filling the space and so it ends up getting clipped off. So take the audio and run an equalization with it first. Now, here's a difference between cheap microphones and expensive microphones. Generally, cheap microphones don't capture as much range to your audio, so it doesn't capture very well the high-pitched noise or the high frequencies or the very low frequencies. And most of the time, because most of us talk in higher range, it cuts off the lower range. So you end up with a not very full sounding audio. Because right now, when you listen to me, you can hear my nice deep bass voice. And I met with someone recently that was a fan of the podcasting, wanted to get together and talk podcasting. And it was the first time we'd met in person. And he said something like, wow, you sound just like you do in the podcast. That's really neat. And yeah, I don't run any voice processing, no bass boost or anything like that. Just some very, very minor stuff on my mixer, but really not much at all. So what you're hearing is very close to the way I actually sound. This microphone is picking up my bassy voice really well because I just have a bassy voice. Cheap microphones don't pick up the bass very well. So the way that we want to improve the sound if you're using a cheap microphone, is we want to improve the bass on it. I don't recommend that you just go into Audacity and choose the bass boost because that is a very arbitrary system to use the bass boost. When you're boosting the bass like that, it's finding a specific range and you can tell it what range you want and it's boosting it by a certain volume amount. It's not a very smooth Uh, adjustment for the rest of the audio, and it's only adjusting the bass. So that's why I recommend using the equalization settings. So select the audio that you want to modify. Go to the effect menu, and by the way, I'm using Audacity 1.3.13. This hasn't changed much between 1.3 and 1.2, but just make sure you're using the latest version. So then I go to the effect menu after I've selected my sound, And I go to Equalization. It's in the top group of effects in Audacity. In Equalization, you'll see this thing that looks somewhat like a a graph paper with a line through it. Or you might just see a straight line. Or you might see a curved line. It depends on what it currently has selected. And I will have screenshots of this over at theaudacitytopodcast.com slash 51. So you can check out what I'm talking about after the fact. But the important thing here is I'm not going to have you adjust these lines just yet because the way this works first, you need to understand, is what you see on the left are the lower frequencies. So it's the bassy sounds. What you see on the right are the higher frequencies, the higher pitched sounds. In the middle is the mid-range. So as you see a line or a pattern on this page it is adjusting how much volume these different frequencies are getting. So if you wanted a bass boost, you would raise the lower frequencies that are at the far left. If you want to drop the bass, you would lower those frequencies that are on the far left, drag them below the middle line. But right now, we're not going to do all of this stuff ourselves. We're just going to pick a preset. So at the bottom of the window, the equalization window, there's a spot that says select curve. Click on that and you get a drop down menu and look for EMI 78. The EMI 78 loads and it will show you a graph where 
It looks kind of like a hill. At the left side, you see a flat line, and then it goes down to the middle, vertical middle, and then it drops just a little bit at the end. What this is doing is it's giving a base boost. It's leaving the middle and middle high part at normal, and then it's reducing the higher range of audio. So taking this and not customizing anything here, again, look at the screenshots, look at the screenshots in the show notes over at theaudacitytopodcast.com slash 58, and you'll see what I'm talking about, or do this yourself and you'll see it. It's with the EMI 78 selection of curves in uh, the, the equalization settings. So applying that to my raw audio, let me play for you again what the raw audio sounded like. You need to laugh, so you should check out the clean comedy podcast, The Ramen Noodle, at cleancomedypodcast.com. So compare that just with my voice right now. And you notice you're hearing a lot more bass to my voice, a lot more range because I'm on a more expensive microphone right now. But if we take that cheap microphone audio, run it through equalization, then we get this. You need to laugh. So you should check out the Clean Comedy Podcast, The Ramen Noodle, at cleancomedypodcast.com. Yes, it's that obvious. Cleancomedypodcast.com. Did you notice the difference? If you didn't hear the difference, I highly suggest you wear headphones, but you probably heard the difference. Here's what I'll do to help you hear the difference a little bit better. I will switch back and forth between these sounds. It will start with, I'll do this twice on each. So it will start with the equalization already applied. Then it will drop to the raw recording. Then it will go to the equalization and then it will finish on the raw recording. Back and forth like that. So here it goes. You need to laugh, so you should check out the Clean Comedy Podcast, The Ramen Noodle, at cleancomedypodcast.com. Yes, it's that obvious. Cleancomedypodcast.com. Now these things seem subtle, but they make great differences when you're actually listening to it for a long time. And especially depending on your voice, you might hear this a lot better in certain voices and depending on your recording environments. One of the biggest improvements though we've made in this is the fact that we are close to the microphone instead of far away from the microphone. If you'd like to know what this sounds like I'll go ahead and adjust this so that we'll play, we'll apply this exact same equalization on that effect of my being far away from the microphone. And so I go to the effect menu, choose equalization. From the bottom part where it says select curve, I find EMI 78. Click that and then click OK. So now this is what it sounds like when I'm far away from the microphone and I ran that equalization. And again, this will be kind of low volume. You need to laugh. So you should check out the Clean Comedy podcast, The Ramen Noodle. So it's pretty quiet here. I'll go ahead and amplify it really quick so you can just hear it a little bit better. You need to laugh. So you should check out the Clean Comedy podcast, The Ramen Noodle, at cleancomedypodcast.com. So... You might have noticed that, yes, it sounds a little bit bassier now and sounds a little bit more close, uh, uh, closer. So it's not so much like I'm on a telephone call, but now more like I'm in person or on a better microphone, but you have that noise in the background. That's why you should be closer to your microphone is to try and reduce that noise. So once we have run the, the equalization on our file. The reason, like I said, run the equalization first. Otherwise, if you run compression and then run equalization, what you'll get is that your sound will be, uh, it will be amplified beyond the point that the sound can contain it and it will clip it off and you don't want that you'll start sounding even worse like you're yelling into your microphone and clipping it so 
we've got the setting of the equalization. Here it is again. You need to laugh, so you should check out the Clean Comedy Podcast, The Ramen Noodle, at cleancomedypodcast.com. Yes, it's that obvious. cleancomedypodcast.com. So that's our equalized sound. Now, the next thing we apply after equalization is the compression. Compression is, depending on the software, it might do two things, but the basic concept of compression is that it finds those loud parts of your music or of your voice, and it compresses those down. Anything above a certain range, it compresses those down. Now, it's not saying that it drops it below the range completely. So like if you tell it anything louder than minus 18 decibels to compress it, it might compress it down so that it is, uh, instead of being in a range of minus 18 to zero, it's now minus 18 to minus 12. That's what it means by compressing it. It's that top part that it's compressing down. The bottom part, it's not doing much with. But Certain software works with this a little bit differently. Certain hardware works with this differently. You know that my recommendation is Chris's Dynamic Compressor. So when you are wanting to compress this, I recommend Chris's Dynamic Compressor. And the the place to get this now is actually at theaudacitytopodcast.com. Or if you want the link straight to it, go to theaudacitytopodcast.com slash Chris, and I'll also have a link in the show notes at theaudacitytopodcast.com slash 50. So the settings that I used on this, and your results may vary, so uh, these settings do generally work, but I'm using the 1.2.6 version, which is what I have on the website right now, since I'm now hosting Chris's Dynamic Compressor, is I set my compression ratio to 0.8. My compression hardness, how much it's affecting uh, it th- the thing, to 0.879. I just dragged the slider, so around 0.8. I set the floor to minus 18 decibels, and the floor is, like I've talked about before in compression, the floor is anything below this floor, anything that's quieter than this, is considered noise and will be reduced. And the next option is noise gate fall off is how much that noise will be reduced. So I set that to four, so it will be pretty much completely reduced. And then the maximum amplitude I set to 0.99, which is just the default that's entered in there. I will have a screenshot of this for you at theaudacitytopodcast.com slash 40 if you didn't catch those values. Or slash 50, this is episode 50, theaudacitytopodcast.com slash 50. So now we've taken the raw audio that we recorded being close to the microphone. We ran it through equalization. Now we ran it through compression. And the compression then makes the loud spots a little bit quieter, makes the quiet spots a little bit louder, and then it raises the level of everything up to a nominal, uh, an ideal level. So for comparison, here is the sound before the compression, but after equalization. You need to laugh, so you should check out the Clean Comedy Podcast, The Ramen Noodle, at Clean... I'll just give you that little bit. Now, here it is with the compression. You need to laugh, so you should check out the Clean Comedy Podcast, The Ramen Noodle, at cleancomedypodcast.com. Yes, it's that obvious. Cleancomedypodcast.com. You can still hear some noise in the background. Yes, we could run a noise removal filter, and you might want to do that, in fact. It really depends on how much noise you end up getting in your recording, but if you're close enough to your microphone, you won't get very much noise. You might not need to try running the noise removal filter at all. Go back to theaudacitytopodcast.com slash 12 if you want to hear more about using the noise removal filter in Audacity. But that recording sounds quite good. Now, the last thing, normalization, is depending on what tool you use to compress your audio, 
it may or may not raise the overall volume up to a suitable level. So if it doesn't, then you can select your audio, go to Effect, click Normalize, put check marks on both options, remove any DC offset, normalize maximum amplitude to, and I set it to 1.0 decibels, and that is, it already has the minus sign in front of that, so it's negative one decibel. So enter 1.0, and sometimes this will actually reduce your audio. Sometimes it will amplify your audio a little bit. But if you're using Chris's dynamic compressor, then you don't need this normalization. If you're using a different compressor, you may need the normalization. So let's compare now the sound of the raw recording to this fully processed recording. Here's the raw recording. You need to laugh, so you should check out the clean comedy podcast, The Ramen Noodle, at cleancomedypodcast.com. Yes, it's that obvious. cleancomedypodcast.com. And now here's that same recording run through equalization and compression. You need to laugh, so you should check out the clean comedy podcast, The Ramen Noodle, at cleancomedypodcast.com. Yes, it's that obvious. cleancomedypodcast.com. Now, for even better comparison, let's compare that to the recording of my being distant from the microphone. You need to laugh, so you should check out the Clean Comedy Podcast, The Ramen Noodle, at cleancomedypodcast.com. Now, if you could even hear that, that's pretty good. But here's then our modified version. You need to laugh, so you should check out the Clean Comedy Podcast, The Ramen Noodle, at cleancomedypodcast.com. And, for more comparison, comparing our close-up version with running the exact same filters and effects on the far-away version, we come out with this. You need to laugh, so you should check out the Clean Comedy Podcast, The Ramen Noodle, at cleancomedypodcast.com. Yes, it's that obvious. Cleancomedypodcast.com Now, because there's so much more noise, it would be harder for noise removal to pick it out. It's easier for you to hear the noise. It would be harder for a compressor to reduce the noise because it's so much louder compared to my voice. So getting close to the microphone removes how much noise your microphone is picking up. And then try these different effects. First, the equalization then compression, and finally, if necessary, normalization. This leads up to my telling you that I am changing my workflow just a little bit as I release episodes, because here's what I realized, is that I've been relying a little bit too much on my hardware compressor limiter gate. And this thing is great. I use a Behringer MDX 4600. It's a four-channel compressor limiter gate. And it is great. I really like it. I like what it does. But I really think it can't completely replace what software is able to do. Because what the software can do that my hardware can't do is my software can look at what is coming up and adjust the audio accordingly in preparation for what is coming up. Whereas hardware thing is not psychic. It doesn't know what I'm about to do. You don't know what I'm about to do. But software that can see the whole picture of the audio is no longer timed with the audio, can look at the whole thing and see what's coming up and prepare for it adequately. It, it's kind of like transcendent audio editing. Ooh, maybe I should register that domain, transcendentaudioediting.com. <laughs> yeah, spell transcendent. So I have decided that looking at my recordings, and I got some feedback from one of the listeners that said, hey, if you listen to Leo Laporte or listen to your friend Cliff Ravenscraft, their audio is much louder than yours and it's much easier to hear them then you listen to yours and yours is a lot quieter so what i did is i got into this really fine analysis between 
the three of us and I got grabbed some sample recordings and really looked with pinpoint accuracy and analysis at what are our highest points, lowest points, middle points, and how does that vary between the three of us and our recording techniques. And then just taking the actual ear test is listening to it, listening to Cliff or Leo Laporte, Cliff, Cliff Ravenscraft, that is, or Leo Laporte, and then listening to my own recordings and using just my ears, not my eyes, but my ears to hear the difference. I realized, yeah, it is quieter. If I went from one podcast to the other, like from Leo Laporte's podcast to mine, I would have to turn up the volume in order to hear myself just as clearly or just as loudly as Leo Laporte was. Now, the difference isn't a whole lot so that it's it's bad, like people aren't going to be out there unable to hear me at all, but I decided it could be better. And I've been just a little bit lazy in relying on my hardware compressor limiter gate. So I've decided to go back to adding the software aspect of compression. So I'm going back to using Chris's dynamic compressor to adjust my audio, my vocal part, and uh, as well as normalizing my audio part. Now, I'm not adding the equalization because I've got this great microphone that does a really good job of picking up my voice. But if you've got cheap audio equipment, like or just your internal microphone, then I highly recommend this process. Use the equalization to amplify your voice a little bit, to not amplify, to enhance the bass a little bit as well as reduce some of that high-pitched sound just a little bit. Now, if you really want to get uh, technical and in-depth with this, then you could look at that setting in the equalization, the EMI 78, and you could adjust things a little bit. Maybe your recording ends up sounding a little bit too bassy. So you could go in and reduce the bass just a little bit and The main point of equalization is the lines need to be smooth. So it shouldn't look like jagged cliffs and rocks and points and such. It should look like a smooth line. So you can drag your points around and try and make a smooth looking line. The same thing with if you have sliders or little knobs, you shouldn't have one that's all the way up and then the one right next to it be all the way down. That's too much of a jump but it should be a smooth transition. The one exception to this is there was a listener who sent me a sound sample, and I'll cover this in a future episode, but they they sent me this sample and they said, I got this little pitch in the background. I don't know what it's coming from. It could have been line noise or fans or something, but it wasn't quite noise, but it was this kind of hum in the background. We were able to really easily remove it by just going into the equalization settings, finding its range, and reducing that of just that range. But in general, you want your equalization to be smooth and flowing. So if you want to go in and customize it more beyond the EMI 78 setting, then you're welcome to do that. Just try and keep it a smooth setting. When you find what you like, save it. And that way you can come back to it later because otherwise... You're going to have a hard time remembering what you did unless you take a screenshot. So play with it and your results may vary. If we were driving cars, I would say your mileage may vary, but no, we're not driving cars. We're talking about podcasting, so your results may vary. Now, I I hope this has helped you a lot. And if you have some more tips on ways that you can enhance your audio and make cheap audio sound more professional. I would love to hear them with you and share them with the audience. You can send your feedback to feedback at noodle.mx or call 859-353-4332 or leave a comment on the show notes at theaudacitytopodcast.com slash 50. And I would love to hear your techniques, especially the best way to do this would be email me 
and send me your raw recording sound first and then how you've adjusted it and what your technique was for adjusting it so I could hear your specific results and share that with people of how you record from cheaper audio equipment and how you've changed it so it sounds better. Now, all of these settings, by the way, I know, I say the word now way too often. And every time I say it, I feel like slapping myself in the face. These settings, don't take them and run with them and throw them all the way up and amplify your bass and all of this stuff because then you'll start sounding unnatural and might even give people headaches listening to your audio. So take it gently and realize unless you have a better microphone, you're not going to sound like you have a better microphone, but you can improve your quality a little bit with these settings. So I'd love to hear what works great for you if you found some other things that work uh, in addition to these things or some specific settings that work with your specific environment. And uh, also testimonials. If you want to take this effect, apply it to either your cheap microphone, like all of the samples I recorded were from my cheap built-in microphone on my laptop computer, not from my high-end Heil PR40. They were from the cheap microphone. If you want to take those same settings that I gave you and apply it to your cheap or expensive microphone, you could also share that too. Feedback at noodle.mx or 859-35, email it. That's the best thing to do, really. Feedback at noodle.mx. The podcast awards are coming up and nomination has opened. I mentioned this last week. I would greatly appreciate it if you would nominate all of the Noodle Mix Network shows for a podcast award. And go to the audacitytopodcast.com slash podcast awards to see more and get the link to this and also see an example of how I suggest you nominate our shows. But I'll tell you also quickly how I suggest you do this. And by the way, pick all of the podcasts that you want to nominate and nominate them all at once because you can only submit the nomination form once. So it's important that you get all of the podcasts together that you want to nominate. That way you don't submit something and then later decide to submit something else. But you can't later submit something in addition. Voting you can do multiple times later. But right now you can only nominate or submit nominations once, period. So I would ask that you nominate the Audacity to Podcast for technology. Nominate the Ramen Noodle for comedy. Nominate Are You Just Watching for Movies slash Films and nominate Christian Meets World for Religion Inspiration. Again, you can see more about that and see a screenshot of what it would look like and what web addresses and all of that to use at the com slash podcast awards. When you're on the com, look over on the right side and you'll see a bold little box there that says Get updates and free podcasting and Audacity tips by email. I would love it if you'd sign up for that. I'm splitting, I am have split the Noodle Mix Network newsletter up so that I can send out more handy tips. And this, I won't say that this is definitely going to be a weekly email. It might be. It won't be more than weekly, but it also might just be as I find a little tip to share or just a little link that I want to share with you that can help in podcasting or using Audacity, I'll send that out. And when you subscribe, you have the option of subscribing to the other newsletters that we put out for the other podcasts. And finally, check out PodCampCincinnati.com, which is the first social media conference in Cincinnati, and it will be really fun. We've got some great sessions lined up for that. It's on October 22nd in Highland Heights, Kentucky. Yes, that's Kentucky, not Ohio, but it's real close to Cincinnati. In fact, if you get on a hill close enough to there, you can see downtown Cincinnati from there. So it counts as being Cincinnati, greater Cincinnati area. Check it out at podcampcincinnati.com. The attendee registration is open. You can register to submit a session and present something yourself. I haven't decided yet what I want to present, but I'm also, as the main organizer for the event, I've decided to wait to see what others are presenting and then fill in where there's a need. 
because I want to give other people a chance to present their passions if they have a certain passion in an area. And then I'll fill in if with my passion if there's a spot where there's a need for something to be addressed. So check it out at podcampcincinnati.com. And happy pirate talk like a pirate day. Arr. So check out the show notes at theaudacitytopodcast.com slash 50. And please nominate us for podcast awards. This only lasts through September. So if it's already October by the time you're hearing this, then go to podcastawards.com and hopefully you can vote by the time you're hearing this. But I think voting doesn't open until November. So check out podcampcincinnati.com also. Sign up for the newsletter, nominate us for podcast awards and all of that and more. Show notes, as always, are at theaudacitypodcast.com and for this episode, add slash 50 to get the screenshots and links that I mentioned in this episode. Please follow me on twitter.com slash the ramen noodle and connect with me there. I'm also on Google Plus and I have those links over at theaudacitypodcast.com. If you enjoy the show, then please leave a review in iTunes and give us the praise there that I would love. Now that I've given you some of the guts and taught you some of the tools, it's time for you to go podcast with passion, organization, and dialogue. And send me your feedback, feedback at noodle.mx, 859-353-4332. I'm Daniel J. Lewis. Thank you so much for listening. The Audacity is a podcast. Be a proud member of the Noodle Mixed Network. Arr. Find more podcasts like this one at noodle.mx. Arr, matey. And also check out the Tech Podcast Network at techpodcast.com if ye dare. Because if it be tech, it be there. Check it out at techpodcast.com. Arr.